Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hello and welcome to another Toonami Preflight where we will be talking about one of the 50 greatest anime series of all times as voted by our own Jason DeMarco and a host of other infinitely qualified anime writers. It's of all time, not times. But yeah, you got it. Cool. It's not multiple timelines, just one, just the one we're in. Can you say that for sure? I mean... Probably, yeah. I don't think I'm speaking for Jasons in other timelines. But wouldn't potentially other Jasons of other timelines also be talking about it? Then this list would encompass them all as an umbrella list? Uh, no. Okay. I don't think so. We're going to be talking about Fate Zero, and then we're also going to be talking about some of our favorite sorcerer stories, I believe is how we... Yeah, I wouldn't. I didn't pick that wording. Worded so. it. <laughs> that wording sucks. <laughs> um, oftentimes, we will write down the question in a. Do they even refer really, to them as sorcerers in Fate Zero? I don't think they do. I think they're they're mages. I think is how. They yeah. Explain. So we do. This is, where did we get sorcerers from? I believe your brain. Mm, okay. Um, it's an extensive process. It takes sure. us about nine seconds I, to do two months worth, and then we don't think about it again until we're in here. And realized that maybe we should have taken. I never say fifteen sorcerer. to twenty. I'm thinking I said wizard. Someone else wrote sorcerer because I don't write the questions. I you just wrote come the topic. Up with the topic. I don't write them. You write them. I, I write, come up with them. You say sorcerer stories, and I was like, "What the fuck does that mean?" And you're like, "I don't know." Nah, I disagree. I, I think that was another time. We'll start recording it. I think there was another time. Why would I write sorcerer? That doesn't make any sense. Man. <laughs> because you're crazy, and we can't trust you. You don't even trust your own brain. Why should I trust your brain? Because I remember what happens. <laughs> Do you? No. <laughs> uh, well, let's talk about Fate Zero, which uh, I did not put on my personal list of the 50 greatest anime of all time. Uh, but the so, other reviewers, plural. the other reviewers voted it. Um, so it's a curious one for me because I never really liked this show. Um, but clearly, it has a large following and um, is well regarded in the anime community. Um, when it came out, it was the sequel. It was a prequel to the previous to Fate, Fate Zero. Stay Night. There's like a million seems like it should, Fate shows. Fate's Day Night, but it's... I don't know. It's the total modern anime naming conventions where nothing makes any sense, but it's based on a series of light novels, which are sort of a cross between a comic book and a novel that is popular in Japan. Um, and this came out in 2011, so it's, a, it's pretty old now. Um, but at the time was the hot stuff. Um, people feel like it uh, was a great, mature, seinen show that sort of dealt with a lot of interpersonal family issues of, of two families um, and was like good, serious storytelling. I found it very slow and dull, but again, 
don't judge it based on my opinion because it's clearly definitely I was, a tough start if you aren't familiar with the Fate series because the first episode is a double episode that's basically all of the intrigue backstory of every character that you don't know. (laughs) So the first, you're just like, oh, I thought this was a fighting show and this is a talking show. So this contains a lot of the characters from the previous Fate series, but this is farther back in time. So this show is about the fourth What's the fourth Holy Grail, Holy Grail War. War? So basically, in this reality, uh, there are families of magic users called mages who have these powers, and they are all engaged in a power struggle to get their hands on the Holy Grail, which is not technically the same Holy Grail that uh, King Arthur, not Jesus' Holy Grail right. that can resurrect dead people. It is a magical. It's, it's not the Indiana Jones lore. It's, it's a it's a it's a it's a genie magical item that will grant you a wish. But weirdly, it is not omnipotent. It's 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 uh, all powerful, but it's not all knowing. So basically, if you wish for something, it has to draw on your personal knowledge. So if you wished for, I don't know what that would mean. I mean, if you took that to its extreme, would that mean that? I wish for a plane, but the plane wouldn't work. It would just look like a plane because you don't know how a plane works. Like, at any rate, uh, that comes into play later in the series. But so these families can conjure famous historical figures and legendary sort of warriors of, of yore to fight for each other to the death. So it's sort of like, think of it as like Yu-Gi-Oh, but instead of throwing down cards, it's like Alexander the Great versus Jesus and legitimately both of those people fight in in these shows. So it's a totally bananas concept and taken very very seriously yeah. and very very dry. So it's it's crazy. Uh and then it's a much it's very much more about the it's got this bananas world and then it's really about the intrigue in in these families and the way that these guys try to hurt each other. It's a very yes. Shakespearean it's game know, of grails. Game of grails. Yeah. So um, I think if you like the idea of, you know, magic users conjuring Alexander the Great and like Gunga Din to fight each other and think that sounds interesting, uh, combine that with some Game of Thrones intrigue and there you go. That's kind of, I think, the appeal. Um, so people, when this came out, they thought the show looked beautiful. I remember reading about it then and I read about it now. I don't particularly care for the designs. But um, it is a well-regarded as far as its its look. Um, so let's check out. This is the Japanese trailer. I couldn't find that many trailers, even though these the, the show, you know you can get the show on Netflix and it, all the Fate series is everywhere. They're still making new ones, um, but I couldn't find an English trailer. So I think this is the yeah, Japanese. The, the English trailer. trailer is just basically the bibliography of who yeah the english trailer is crazy it's like catching you up on the story i don't get it so this is the japanese trailer and then we'll show a a clip Eleven 
死闘をもって決着させる世界を変える力だよいつか君が手に入れるのはそう世界を変える君ならできる私が補助するあと8年それであなたの戦いは終わるあなたと私は理想を止めるのキレイあなたを信じていいですかバイバイカリアおじさんよしゃそれでこそ我がマスターあなたの前には神すらかすの我が愛にて汚れよ OK だ貴様は俺を見るに当たらぬ取りに行かせてもらう面白い受けて立つスーパージャパニーズ So let's look at a so this is a spoiler this is a climactic scene in the show But this is、uh, two guys fighting, and sort of two of the main characters fighting. One of them, interestingly, uses a gun. He's like a hitman who's been hired to take out this other guy. So it's like magic versus a gun, but the gun also is magic.、Um, so this is like a lot of people's favorite fight scene from this series. So let's check it out. セイバーよ示すがいいお前の英霊としての輝きの進化この俺が見定めてやる未来を通じ戦場に散っていく全てのつわものたちが今はの際に抱く悲しくも尊き夢その意志を誇りと掲げその真偽を貫けと正し今上昇の王は高らかに手に取る奇跡の神明を歌う。間違いないこの光はジャンヌと共に歓喜の祝福を得た輝き。
私は一体I picked the wrong clip, so ignore my description. But <laughs> that's sort of、uh, one of the climactic battles, and that, that's kind of how they all go. They're super dramatic, like it's the drama dialed up to like 11, like,、um, but very much more trying to be a, an adult drama show.、Um, yeah, there's a lot of intrigue between characters and the master servant relationships. And yeah, it's, I mean, the whole series is basically the, the point of the journey. Yeah. Not the destination since you know where, if you're a fan of the Fate series, you know where it ends.、Um, and I am not. But I guess that's every prequel dilemma.、Um, so this leads us to our question of the week, which was what's your favorite sorcerer story? And of course, by sorcerer, I guess we mean just a dark wizard, really. An evil wizard is a sorcerer. Evil mage, wizard, magic user. Yeah. Bad magic user.、Um, could be any time or place. Most、um, likely in the 80s. Well, the 80s were the golden time for fantasy storytelling.、Um, I don't know why. I mean, I guess it was. I guess because it was cheaper than, that, than doing science fiction, barely. And、yeah. you could just, and Conan, there were a couple fantasy films like Clash of the Titans and Conan at the beginning of the 80s that were big hits. And they sort of paved the way for an explosion of sort of low budget fantasy films and animated fantasy films. And the 80s was a big, particularly the early 80s, was a big time for fantasy.、Um, and then it kind of went dormant until really Lord of the Rings blew it back open again.、Um, So let's talk about one of my favorite animated fantasies, and that's 1985's <clears throat> The Black Cauldron, which、um, almost bankrupted Walt Disney Animation because the movie cost $45 billion to make and only made $20 million.、Um, and it was this movie. That made them stop down for a couple years and sort of reboot their whole shit. And then they came back with、um, the, uh, the Little Mermaid, which was a massive hit and reset the template for what a Disney movie was for the next 30 years.、Um, so The Black Cauldron was based on a series of fantasy novels called The Chronicles of Perdane that are Welsh fantasy. Um, they're pretty well regarded in, among fantasy aficionados. So the movie takes sort of story points from the first two Chronicles of Perdane books. And unlike every other Disney movie up to that point, it is not a musical. There's no songs,、um, it's just a, a story. And it is the first Disney film that was rated PG. And it's also the first Disney film that used CG、um, in the animation.、Um, So, weirdly, you know, it was, it was a departure on a whole bunch of different levels. They were trying to do a sort of more adult animation. And I'm fascinated by this movie because they had a, they had a test screening where Jeffrey Katzenberg, who had just taken over Disney,、uh, 
watch the movie. They had a bunch of kids watch the movie, and the kids all left the theater crying because it was so scary because there are these undead sort of uh, soldiers, and they're pretty horrifying. And I guess they were even more horrifying when this cut was shown. So Jeffrey Katzenberg came back to the directors and said, you got to cut that shit out. And they said, uh, no. They said it would be too expensive to redo the animation. And if we cut that out, all these other things don't make sense. So he locked them out of the editing room and was starting to edit it himself. And then Michael Eisner called him and had then told him, look, you got to back off. And so Katzenberg said, I'll back off, but we're delaying the movie a year. And I want them to fix some of this shit because this is crazy. So they took a year off and cut 12 minutes of the movie and then reanimated a whole bunch of stuff so that it stitched together and made sense and was less intense. But unfortunately, Jeffrey Katzenberg was right and audiences were not ready for a dark fantasy drama, um, which is unfortunate because it's awesome. It looks gorgeous. It's got a great story. Uh, the Chronicles of Pertain books are really good. And it is far and away one of my favorite Disney movies because it doesn't have any songs in it primarily. Yeah. Uh, and the, also, the reason why you like it is a lot of the same reasons why. Yeah, they ran the shit out of this movie on Disney Channel and it ruled every time. Yeah, and Disney didn't put it out on home video for like twenty years or something. Even now, it's not available on Blu-ray like every other Disney movie is. It's on DVD only. Um, you can get it. I think you can get it on iTunes and, and Amazon like um, streaming, but you can't own it on Blu-ray. Um, so here is a pretty great scene that sort of exemplifies both how gorgeous the animation is and uh, why this movie didn't work. And this, of course, has the, the evil um, sorcerer in it. So check it out.
My beloved warriors have come to life. All the dead of centuries past. Never has anyone created an army like this. Go forth, my deathless warriors. Destroy all in your path. <laughs> Come, sire. We can get a bit of you from above. <laughs> so, yeah, easily the most metal of Disney movies. If you haven't seen it, you should. Uh, Disney never does right by it because they want to pretend it never happened. Um, and, of course, uh, we shouldn't talk. We can't really talk about sorcerer stories without talking about the great Thulsa Doom from Conan the Barbarian, which was the one of the movies that kicked off the big fantasy gold rush. It was a surprise hit. Um, starring a young Arnold Schwarzenegger in one of his first and later, you know, most defining roles. And of course, James Earl Jones as the evil wizard Thulsa Doom, who's both a cult leader and a, uh, some sort of evil sorcerer. So this is, um, Thulsa Doom explaining true strength and power to, uh, Conan after he has captured him. Let's check it out. There was a time, boy, when I searched for steel. And steel meant more to me than gold or jewels. The riddle of steel. Yes. You know what it is, don't you, boy? Shall I tell you? It's the least I can do. Steel isn't strong, boy. Flesh is stronger. Look around you. There, on the rocks, that beautiful girl. Come to me, my child. That is strength, boy. That is power. The strength and power of flesh. What is steel compared to the hand that wields it? Look at the strength of your body, the desire in your heart. I gave you this. Such a waste. Contemplate this on the tree of woe. Crucify him. Pretty good demonstration of being an evil, powerful guy. Uh, and then next up is uh, 1983's Fire and Ice, which is a collaboration between the great fantasy artist Frank Frazetta and the great animator Ralph Bakshi. Um, uh, Ralph Bakshi was able to get a pretty healthy budget for a fantasy film with Frank Frazetta on board designing. Um, so... This is a pretty simplistic... I mean, it's actually a pretty simplistic story where there's an evil wizard and a princess named Tigra and a, and a warrior that's going to fight uh, for her. It's a little ridiculous in this day and age. Tigra's basically naked. Actually, everyone's basically naked in the movie the whole time because it's Frank Frazetta. important aspect to any sword and sorcery movie in the Frank, 80s. Frank Frazetta. Um, so this is a scene with uh, the main bad guy, Necron, the evil sorcerer, 
battling uh, one of the barbarian, um, the not the main hero, but the, basically the guy whose job is to kill Necron. <laughs> so let's watch how he does his job. This is all rotoscope, which was a technique they did a lot more often in the 80s, and Bakshi was very much known for rotoscoping. Um, so if it looks very lifelike, that's because uh, it's basically traced people. It's It's images of someone doing something on film and they literally trace each frame and and sort of paint over it so check it out great movie it's crazy weird movie but a cool one um and then just as a little bonus i wanted to highlight uh one of ralph bakshi's other well-known movies and that's the great wizards which is an anti-war allegory about two brothers who are both uh wizards or sorcerers and one of them is evil and discovers an old reel so basically this is a future earth that's been destroyed by nuclear war and we're thousands of years in the future and uh, now magic is kind of ruling the land. And the evil brother finds a reel of Nazi propaganda films and starts basically mechanizing an army and running this propaganda in front of them to take over the earth. And his brother is the only person powerful enough to fight back against him. Uh, it's classic Ralph Bakshi. Uh, and I saw it in the theater when I was a kid and just kind of stuck with me ever since. So let's just check out the trailer and then we'll go to your picks. Go. There will come a time on the planet Earth when science and technology will be long forgotten, when humanity will rise from the ashes of nuclear holocaust, when wizards will rule the world. 20th Century Fox presents Wizards, 
a futuristic fantasy epic born in the mind of Ralph Bakshi, the master of animated magic. It is the story of two brothers, Avatar and Black Wolf, powerful wizards, and mortal enemies from the day they were born. Avatar, the good, who rules the peaceful kingdom of Montagar with wisdom. Science and technology were outlawed millions of years ago. And magic. Black Wolf, the future Fuhrer. Attention! Behold! Who rediscovers the ancient secrets of propaganda. Technology. And war. And sends out his mutant armies in a reign of unimaginable terror. In Wizards, you will also meet the lovely Princess Eleanor, the loyal elf, Weehawk, and Peace, Black Wolf's evil robot henchman, who is transformed into an avenging instrument of justice. Wizards is a Tolkien world of fairies and elves, sorcerers, and demons. It is shot ten million years from now against strange and huge panoramic settings and it is more fantastic, more enchanting, and more powerful than anything you've seen before. Wizards, the ultimate futuristic fantasy epic. That trailer is every bit as old school as the movie. Uh, but yeah, if you've never seen Wizards, it's pretty pretty great. So. Those nice. are some of my. Disney favorite. also regrets making that movie too. They didn't make Wizards. I was just kidding. Uh, it's a dumb joke. Nah, good joke. That's why I said it was a dumb joke. Yeah, it was. Uh, none of my picks are particularly good movies. In so the normal Gil, the normal um, Gil choice. But they each have a special place in my heart. The early '80s being a formative time, both in my life and in the history of sword and sorcery movies. So my first pick is 1982's Great Beastmaster by Don Corscarelli of Bubba Hotep fame. Um, Mark Singer stars as Dar, who is a... There's a prophecy and the can't live with while the other survives. And so he Dar is the son of the king, who then is raised uh, away and sort of learns that he is royalty. Am I boring you? Yes. That's very rude. In case there was any, you could at least fuck around on your phone, in case there was pretending any, like you're. In case there was any looking question, you were definitely boring me. You know, like Koto and Poto, Dar's ferrets. I cut promos for the Beastmaster, all three Beastmaster films, and also a promo for the trilogy. Um, with Loved command performances, by animals, feared of, by men. Rip Torn and John Amos. Love my animals. Feared by men. Um, (laughs) I wish I could find that promo because it would have been perfect to show here. uh, You don't have it on your reel ready to go? No, yeah. (laughs) On your beta SP reel that's (laughs) sitting around. Digi beta. (laughs) Um, Please. It was transferred up. And then I lost track. Sure. Uh, Let's check out the trailer for Beastmaster and you can see some of the glory that is this film. It 
was foretold by witches. It was conceived through sorcery. And it was to be destroyed by all that is evil. But the courage of one mortal saved it. And so, into an age of darkness, in a time of mysticism, sacrifice, and plunder, there came the only light, the Beastmaster. Born with the strength of a black tiger, the courage of an eagle, the power that made him more than any hero. More than any lover. He was lord and master over all beasts. He was the beast master. Behold the wonder. The horror. The fantasy. The challenge of the one warrior they call the beast master. Mark Singer is Dar. Tanya Roberts is Carrie. Rip Torn is Mayak. John Amos is Seth. Together they take us on a fascinating journey back into unexplored times. Conquer your fears. Face the unknown. And discover the incredible link between man, animal, and all that is phantasmagorical. In the world of dungeons, dragons, and Dar. The Beastmaster. The epic adventure of a new kind of hero. Gotta okay, love. Okay, it's Conan meets Dr. Doolittle. Go. Gotta, gotta love um, Rip Torn as your bad guy. Yeah. Um, Pretty gory movie, too. The even less well held up is 1982 Albert Pune of Cyborg's fame, The Sword and the Sorcerer, which... You love this guy's work. I do. I'm a fan of Mr. Pune's oeuvre. oeuvre. Yeah. Um, this title says enough. It's just... Couldn't even try to... Like, it's not even a guy and the sorcerer. It's just the sword and the sorcerer. Um, Is it a Conan ripoff? Like um, Beastmaster? No, the the whole... This movie, it's there's a damsel princess and a guy, but the whole thing about this movie is this is a sword that shoots swords and it fucking rules so let's uh, check out the trailer <laughs> now listen now of a time long past when sorcery thrived and wild adventure was forever in the offing deadly sorcerer is called out of nightmare by a ruthless king driven into evil and a mystical sword is forged for a mighty warrior who rises out of legend to topple a kingdom 
sword and the sorcerer. I myself raised Lucia from the dead. Little did I know what I let loose upon the world. Tell us where he is and save us all. Want me to snatch your brother from the king's dungeons for one night with you? That's uh, a slim bounty for such a task. Why is your bastard? determines the fate of an entire dynasty. Dungeons and dragons, serpents and splendor, wizards and witches, danger and desire. of all heroes in the greatest of all adventures the sword and the sorcerer they really should have just named it the sword that shoots swords and it would be does he have to like go retrieve it and they don't really get into the, the more yeah it just grows more swords it's cool um it's 1982 seemingly is a tough year to have made a sword and sorcery movie because I don't think many are going to stand the test of time the way that Conan the Barbarian has. It feels like perhaps Mr. Pune's efforts will be lost to cinematic history. That would be a tragedy. Thankfully, you're here to help memorialize his work. I try to do my best. Uh, And last for me is uh, 1981's Excalibur, uh, John Borman's take on the Knights of the Round Table tale that played also every 15 minutes on HBO from the years 1981 Did. to 1986. Featuring a friggin' who's who yeah. of British character Liam actors. Neeson and Gabriel Burns' theatrical debut, Helen Mirren, um, and, Patrick uh, Stewart. Patrick Stewart. And um, Nicole everybody. Williamson as Merlin with um, a questionable, we'll say, headdress that doesn't really <laughs> seem to be that's uh, to keep people from not being able to read his mind baby. oh yeah i guess that's what that's mind protection baby yeah. his uh that's aluminum foil yeah aluminum <laughs> cap that's yeah. to keep the bad devils out um roger ebert said that this movie was a wondrous vision and a complete mess and i feel like that pretty much uh sums up excalibur there's some stuff that's really great and some just really weird dumb shit um, but I've, I've probably seen this movie a hundred times in my life and not in the last 30 years. Uh, so I like it. I think it's a mess for yeah. sure, but I still, I, I like it. Um, 
This is the only movie that I would actually recommend a human today watching for the first time. Um, so let's see the trailer and see if you agree. A wizard's ancient spell. Into the eyes of the dragon and the despair. And the lust of a lord. I must have her. One night with her. Give birth to an empire. Behold the sword of power. Excalibur. The future has taken root in the present. It is done. Pictures presents John Borman's Excalibur. Knights of the Round Table, we shall always come together in a circle to hear and tell of deeds good and great. And I will marry! Don't you know me, Merlin? Because I'm a creature like you. Their magic is Merlin. Are you just a dream? To some. A nightmare to others! Their king is Arthur. You're my husband. I must be king first. Their power is Excalibur. I swear eternal fate to our king. Sir Lancelot, you will be my champion. Which is that? Greatest quality of knighthood. Truth. We're high evil then. <laughs> Where you never expected. I protest my innocence. Were I not king, I would make you pay with your life. A world of wizards, kings, warriors, queens, swords, sorcery, and desire. Forged of splendor and magic. Where future meets past, flesh meets steel, and the only fear is the pain of love. Excalibur, sword of power, sword of kings. That copy yes. was over the top, even for an Excalibur. <laughs> like, Jesus. The only... Uh trailer of mine to not ape Dungeons and Dragons to try to yeah, pull some well, people in. Yeah, it didn't in. need to. It had Arthurian legend, so. Um, so those are some of our favorite, or at one time favorite sorcerer stories. Let's check out Adult Swim Facebook's picks. Monty Python and the Holy Grail. I assume there's a sorcerer in there. I don't remember. but Probably Merlin, I guess. Yeah. Harry Potter, of course. Uh, Lord Voldemort, uh, Doctor Strange, the Sorcerer Supreme, and uh, Lord of the Rings, of course, Sauron would be a sorcerer. So, all good picks. Yes. Uh, let's check out the Toonami picks for your favorite sorcerer stories. The Hobbit, um, Black Clover, Sorcerer's Apprentice, um, Harry Potter, and The Thief and the Cobbler, which I haven't seen, but is an animated film. Yeah, an early 90s. Yeah. I never, I've never seen it. Neither have I. Um, so yeah, great picks. Thank you all. Um, and Are you talking to me? No, mm-hmm. everyone but Gil. 
And now we move on to our sneak peeks, and I'm going to let Gil go ahead and take us through the topicals. Uh, first up is the topical for Dragon Ball Super for tomorrow night at 11. Um, and as has unfortunately been the case for the last several weeks, uh, timing was not was such that we were not able to run this the night of Toonami driving to this Saturday. But you're going to be able to see it now here for potentially the first time <laughs> ever. ever. Dragon Ball Super Topical for episode, I don't know, 40 something. I think I said we never needed to write down the numbers again, so here we go. On the next all new episode of Dragon Ball Super. One on one, Saiyan versus Saiyan. Sure, bring it on. Dragon Ball Super, Saturday at 11 on Adult Swim. Amazing. Um, I was going to try to tie sword art into the sorcerer but it just didn't happen so here's the topical for uh, Saturday night at 1230 episode of Sword Art Online Alicization here we go on the next all new episode of Sword Art Online Alicization I'm not just gonna challenge you I'll kill you Sword Art Online Alicization Saturday at 1230 only Toonami on Adult Swim I'm not just going to I'll kill you! I think that's good. It's a good threat. Um, and then we have this week's uh, goodie on the air is a music video from Oozing Wound, who we have had on Adult Swim Singles before. They contacted me and said they had an animated music video for their song Tween Shitbag, <laughs> which I thought, based on the title alone, I wanted to see. And it's a hilarious animated music video. So we're going to be running that in Toonami this Saturday night, but you can uh, see it first right here. So let's check it out.
Losing wound, always great. Um, and then uh, finally this week we have uh, uh, this week's Adult Swim single. Um, so we are on to track 23 out of uh, 52 weeks worth of singles. And this is this week's song is The Ash Is Not The End by War On Women, which is a punk band. Uh, I really like this, this song. Um, so let's check it out. Seven songs we've released at adultswim.com slash singles and come back next Wednesday when we will release another song probably around noon uh, and we will just keep going until we got at least 52 that is you that is my promise to you the viewer and we'll, you. and we'll be back next week with another of the greatest anime of all time I thought you were say the greatest streaming show around uh, it's definitely not that hmm. and the another of the greatest anime of all time and we will uh, talk about some bullshit, some too. slight, some subject correlated. slightly to the left of it that we came up with that we've now forgotten about. Yeah, but we'll remember next week. We'll see you then. Bye. Tsunami now every Saturday night from nine to four.